There is no better finale than to talk about the beautiful Ferrari. This episode will be much longer as Ferrari has a rich history in many magnificent cars. Hello, this is Cars 101. I'm your host, Siddhartha Shantukar. Let's get started. Let's get into the history. So in 1929, Enzo Ferrari built Scuderia Ferrari in Modena, Italy. Scuderia is Italian for a stable reserve for racing horses and applied to Italian racing. Enzo had no intent to build road cars. Then they partnered with Alfa Romeo in their racing. In 1938, Alfa Romeo did not need Ferrari's help and brought racing in-house to Alfa Course, naming Enzo the manager, so Scuderia Ferrari was disbanded. In 1939, Enzo left because they wouldn't use the Ferrari name, and a few days later he founded a company called Auto Avio Costrizioni, headquartered at the same office in Modena as the previous Scuderia Ferrari. The company supposedly produced aircraft parts and machine tools, but instead they really made a race car called the Auto Avio Costrizioni 815 based on one of Fiat's cars and debuted it at a race in 1940. However, there was little competition as the world was in the midst of World War II. In 1943, the factory moved to Marinello, Italy. During the war, the factory was used to make grinding machines based on German tooling machines. But the factory was bombed by the Allies in 1944 and was rebuilt in 1945. In late 1946, Ferrari released the designs of its new V12 car. In 1947, the first Ferrari independent car was released, the 125 Sport. It had a 1.5 liter V12. In the next few years, Ferrari started winning races such as Monaco Grand Prix. In 1957, Ferrari changed its name to Auto Costrizioni Ferrari. By the end of the decade, Ferrari had a name with sales tripling between 1950 and 1960. In 1960, Enzo wanted to develop a more modern, articulate company structure, so he made Ferrari a limited company. A limited company is basically a company that limits the amount of liability undertaken by the company's shareholders. The company's finances are separate from the owners and taxed separately. The company owns all profits and pays taxes on them, distributes a portion to its shareholders. The company owns all profits and pays taxes on them and distributes a portion to shareholders. Uh, that's enough for the business lesson. Now back to Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari was still being continued and was winning until late 1961 when tensions broke and Enzo left. It's funny. The whole argument was based on the fact that the sales manager, Girolamo Gardini, didn't want Enzo's wife involved with the company. Many of the employees also agreed with Gardini and made an ultimatum demanding the removal of Enzo's wife. Enzo called a meeting with many of his employees, who were then fired, which was a tremendous loss, and many thought Ferrari was done. The defectors decided to form a new company called ATS to compete with Ferrari on the track and street. This was a difficult time for Ferrari. Well, the famous 250 GTO was supposed to be released soon to compete against the Jaguar E-Type, and the chassis development and styling was not completed. Even if the car was finished, it would be hard to find racers and crew as they all left. A young engineer, Mario Forgieri, and a racing bodyman, Sergio Scaglietta, stepped in. Forgieri honed the GTO's handling, and Scaglietta designed a new body for the car. The GTO went to Sebring, a famous 12-hour race, and won, and kept winning up until 1962. They destroyed Jaguar, and the 
250 GTO is one of the most famous sports cars ever. It can be bought for more than $50 million today. As many of you watched the famous Ford vs. Ferrari movie, in 1962, the Shelby Cobra challenged Ferraris. In 1963, Ford tried to buy Ferrari, but in 1969, Fiat bought 50% of Ferrari's shares. Back to 1966, the Ford GT40 ended the dominance of the Ferrari prototypes in the 24 hours of Le Mans race, one of the most prestigious races in the world. The Ford GT40 won it again the next year. In 1973, Ferrari started producing rear-mounted V8s, which turned out to be really successful, and sales grew throughout the decade. Ferrari's Formula One team was winning world titles easily. It was a good time for Ferrari. In 1984, the famous 288 GTO and Testarossa were built. The 288 GTO is worth more than $2 million today. In 1997, the F40 was released, which succeeded the 288 GTO and cost $400,000. Now it costs a whopping $1.6 million. But all those good times would all come to a halt in 1988 when Enzo Ferrari passed away. And Fiat increased his stake in Ferrari to 90%, resulting in the remaining 10% in Enzo's son. In 1995, the F50 was released for $475,000, which is now $3.6 million today. In 2003, the Ferrari Enzo was released in honor of Enzo Ferrari. It had a 6-liter V12, reaching speeds up to 218 miles an hour, with a price of $659,330. Now, you can get it for another $3 million. In early 2014, Chrysler bought Fiat for $3.65 billion, and they became Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. Later, FCA decided to separate from Ferrari, and Ferrari became publicly traded a little while after. That's the history. We'll go to the newer cars after this break. This episode's going to be a little different when we talk about the models. You know, previously we only talked about the very popular ones. Now we're just going to talk about all of them because every Ferrari car is amazing. So we'll talk about the California 599, 458, F12, LaFerrari, H12 Superfast, F8 Tributo, 488 Pista, FF, GTC4, Lusso, Roma, Portofino, and Monza SP1 and 2. That's a long list. We talked about a few cars before including the 250 GTO and Ferrari Enzo. Alright. Without further ado, the 599. The 599 was released in 2006, and the first model of the 599 series was the 599 GTB Fiorano. It was influenced by Formula One technology to increase driving pleasure and guarantee performance. It goes 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds and has a top speed of over 205 miles an hour. Fiorano is the circuit Ferrari uses to hone the performance of its track and road cars. GTB stands for Gran Turismo Berlinetta, and Ferrari uses it on some of their other cars. 599 is the volume of the cylinders divided by 100, so it is a 5.99 liter V12. Most round up to 6 liter V12, just how it is. It had 612 horsepower and 448 pounds-feet of torque and started at an affordable $264,000. And with the Formula 1 performance package, almost $10,000... It started at $264,000 and if you wanted the Formula 1 performance package, it would cost about $10,000 more. Over time, that price would go up to around $317,000 and in 2000 
and you had to add the performance packages, adding up to about $350,000. In 2011, the famous 599 GTO was released. GTO means Grand Touring Homologated, which means it's a street-legal version of a track car. The 599 GTO was a street-legal version of the 599XX. The 599XX was the beast version of the GTB Fiorano, and it was the 599X was also not street-legal. It has 720 horsepower and 516 pounds-feet of torque. It has 0-60 time of 2.9 seconds and a lower top speed of 196 miles an hour. It costs $1.75 million just to have it on the track. Plus, you can only drive it with a team of Ferrari mechanics. Let's talk about, about the street legal car at hand, the GTO. The GTO started at a whopping $450,000. Over the years, they actually appreciated to over $200,000 more. The GTO had about 661 horsepower and 457 pounds-feet of torque. It had a top speed of over 208 miles an hour and a 0-60 to 60 time of 3.3 seconds. It was also much cooler looking than the GTB Fiorano. Next is the Ferrari California. Ferrari California was in production between 2007 and 2012, and has been very popular, even now. The California had a sort of radical design when it was released, and it was only a convertible. It was the first front-mountain V8 Ferrari, first Ferrari with dual-clutch transmission. Hold up, what is that? We haven't talked too much about dual-clutch transmission, as we don't talk about transmissions very much in each car. A dual-clutch transmission separates two separate clutches for odd and even gear sets. Electronics and hydraulics control the clutches as they do in an automatic transmission. What are the benefits? It offers faster shifting times and greater fuel economy. Nice. Back to Ferrari. It was the first Ferrari hardtop convertible and was the first Ferrari with a direct fuel injection. As talked about in the Audi and Mercedes episodes, the California had a 4.3 liter V8 producing 453 horsepower and 358 pounds-feet of torque. It went 0 to 60 in 4 seconds and had a top speed of 193 miles an hour. It's not too fast for a Ferrari. I mean, that's why it's much cheaper. It had a price of $193,000. The t 2009 model can now go for about 70 to 80 grand, and the 2014 model goes for just above $100,000. Ferrari California had a successor, the California T. The California T went from 2015 to 2018. It had exactly 100 more horsepower and 100 more pounds-feet of torque than its predecessor. It had a revised chassis and included Apple CarPlay. It had a 3.8-liter twin-turbo V8 going a speed of 196 miles an hour and a 0-60 to 60 time of 3.3 seconds. Major improvements across the years. Of course, each year kept getting better. The 2017 model started at just over $200,000, but you must customize it to your fitting, so it probably would go up to about $300,000. And you had to add the handling special package for higher performance. I mean, this car gives you the mood, you know, driving down PCH with the wind blowing in your face and you feel no worries. Overall, I'd compare it to the Lamborghini Huracan. Uh, I mean, it is a little older, but they're both cheaper models of higher-performance brands. They both are great cars, and honestly, I think it's up to your preference on the drive. The regular Huracan Coupe was about as fast as the California T, but once the Huracan started evolving, it got much faster. Check it out in the Lamborghini episode.
Next car, the 458s. Let's talk about the 458 Italia. It was released in 2009 and replaced the F430. It won many awards, including Best Performance Engine. This was like a typical Ferrari. You get what you want on this car. It's not as cheap as the California, but not as much as the La Ferrari. It had a 4.5 liter rear engine V8. The 458 was a distinct Ferrari. Many Ferraris are hard to tell which model they are, but this one is truly unique. It has 562 horsepower and 398 pounds-feet of torque and a top speed of 202 miles an hour, which is like in the middle of Ferrari. You know, it cost about $225,000. The thing with the Ferrari is that there are a lot of options, and even the minor things cost a lot. Now, you can get it for around $160,000 now, because it was in production so long ago. It was in production until 2014, and the model didn't change through, too much throughout the years. The next 458 is the 458 Spider, the convertible version, which was released a year later. This is a very fun car, and of course, is a hard top convertible. It has the same specs as the 458 Italia, except a lower top speed of 199 miles an hour for $30,000 more. The production ended in 2015. Many people still love this car. A few years ago, it was one of the most common Ferraris to see. Next was the 458 Speciale. The Speciale is the 458 Italia with performance upgrades. It was made in 2013 and it was a hit car once it hit the market. People already love the 458 Italia and Spider, so of course they're going to love something faster. The Speciale had the same specs, but with better braking and shifting. It was also limited edition and more focused for the track as a racing body and even has a racing stripe down the middle if you want. The Speciale was $288,000 but fully loaded could go way past that. It has actually retained its price of probably on average $350,000 because it's so limited. Next is the FF. The FF was one of the fastest four-seaters in the world. It is a front-engine all-wheel drive, which is actually interesting because Ferrari doesn't make many all-wheel drives, nor front-engine cars. However, a lot of the slower Ferraris currently are front-engined. The FF stands for the Ferrari 4, four-wheel drive and four seats. The cabin is more sophisticated than other Ferraris and feels a little more family-friendly in a way. It was released in 2011 and stopped production in 2016. It has a 6.3 liter V12, outputting a top speed of 208 miles an hour with 651 horsepower and 504 pounds feet of torque. It went 0 to 16 in 3.7 seconds. It cost $300,000, which is pretty average for a Ferrari. And the FF had great traction. It is better than most supercars in driving in poor conditions or even in ice. Next is the F12. The first model, the F12 Berlinetta, was in production from 2012 to 2017 and was actually named Supercar of the Year when it debuted. It had a massive 6.3 liter V12 with 730 horsepower, 509 pounds feet of torque, a 0 to 60 time of 3.1 seconds, and a top speed of a whole 211 mile an hour. Isn't that something? The car had a beautiful sound and gives you carbon ceramic brakes, as explained in the Nissan episode. It starts at $320,000 and is faster than the 458, but it doesn't give the same level of comfort as the 458. 
The next model is the F12 TDF, released in 2015. TDF stands for Tour de France, an endurance race that Ferrari dominated in the 50s and 60s. It's much faster than the Berlinetta, with 769 horsepower and 520 pounds-feet of torque, going 0-60 to 60 in 2.9 seconds, and it has the same engine and top speed. The main difference is the fact that it is much more aerodynamically efficient, making it extremely agile. Ferrari also added... Uh, improvements to the weight of the car, which helped increase the acceleration. The base price was supposed to be $490,500, but of course the options are insanely expensive and went up to more than $50,000 more if you really want. Some of the basic options, even stickers, could cost $10,000. Over time, the car's price went haywire and sold at an auction for over $1.2 million. It's insane. Next is the LaFerrari. The LaFerrari is one of Ferrari's fastest road cars. The LaFerrari was released in 2013 and only 499 units were made. What is interesting about this car is the fact that it has an electric motor and an engine, essentially making it a hybrid. They called it the Hiker Solution. It has a 2.3 kilowatt electric motor outputting 163 horsepower. Adding that extra horsepower to the 6.3 liter V12 allows it to have a total of 950 horsepower. It goes 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds and has a top speed of 217 miles an hour. Ferrari says that this was its most ambitious project. It has the most powerful naturally aspirated engine ever used on a Ferrari road car. Naturally aspirated means it doesn't have a supercharger or a turbocharger. Aerodynamics played an even more essential role in the performance of the car. What's crazy about this is that even with all the aerodynamic efficiency that was at task, Ferrari didn't even come close to impinging on the luxury of the car. But since it's such a great car, this all came at a cost of $1.5 million. And it's very exclusive. The cost is about a million dollars more than the original price with options. There's also more. The LaFerrari Aperta is the convertible version, which went for $2.2 million, and only 209 units were made. Now, you can get it for about $8.5 million. Next is the 812 Superfast. The 812 Superfast is supposedly the fastest Ferrari ever made. Ferrari talks about how the first and most difficult challenge Ferrari faces is to develop a new model to push the boundaries of its own achievements. Which is true, they are beautifully made cars with some of the best engineering ever. The aerodynamics and large engine are magnificent and it's hard to do better. The F12 Berlinetta and TDF are the predecessors to the H12. There's a new technology on the H12, electric power steering or EPS. EPS is a system that uses an electric motor rather than a hydraulic system to assist the driver. Some of the benefits are that it eliminates the need for a power steering pump, hoses, hydraulic fluids, a drive belt, and a pulley on the engine, making it energy efficient, and it gives you the ability to turn on steering assist if the engine fails. It also reduces the weight dramatically for performance cars. It has 788 horsepower, 530 pounds-feet of torque, and a 6.5 liter V12, a top speed of 211 miles an hour, and goes 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds. This car is sold out for the next five years and has a cost starting at $335,000. Of course, the price goes up a lot with options. There's also a convertible version, which is the H12 GTS, costing $380,000. 
Next is the F8 Tributo. The Tributo has one of the most sleek and modern interiors. The gadgets and displays are very futuristic and was made to replace the 488 GTB. The F8 Tributo is actually one of the cheaper modern Ferraris and starts at $276,500. As a twin turbo 3.9 liter V8, 720 horsepower, 568 pounds feet of torque, it goes 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds and has a top speed of 211 miles an hour. This car competes with the Lamborghini Huracan Evo and the McLaren 720S Spider. I wouldn't really compare these cars. Although I would go for the Lamborghini, it depends on your preference of drive and luxury. The Huracan Evo is the fastest, the F8 is the most luxurious and has the best interior, and the 720S looks the coolest to me. They all drive very well. It is based on your driving preference to buy these cars. Of course, the F8 Tributo has a convertible version, the F8 Spider, for $274,280. It's crazy that the convertible costs less than the coupe. It's just how it is. Next is the 488 Pista. What does Pista mean? Pista means track. So where else is this car going to excel at? It is Ferrari's special series sports car and is a testament to Ferrari's motorsport heritage. It is a beautiful 3.9 liter twin turbo V8 with 710 horsepower and 568 pounds-feet of torque. It is the most powerful V8 in Ferrari history. It goes 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds and can reach speeds of up to 211 miles an hour. It has similar specs to the Tributo, only this is made for the track and the Tributo is more luxurious. The Pista also looks much cooler than the Tributo. The Pista starts at $330,000 and the Pista Spider costs an extra $50,000 more. Next, the GTC4 Lusso. Like I said earlier, the GTC4 Lusso succeeds the FF. It has modern upgrades including a new infotainment system. The Lusso has much better acoustic comfort due to improved insulation. Ferrari made a 20% improvement in the rigidity of the car's chassis, attachment points, and upgrading the climate control system to be 25% quieter. Ferrari installed new systems such as rear-wheel steering to guarantee maneuverability in all driving conditions. Rear-wheel steering moves the car's rear tires a couple degrees to help handling. At lower speeds, the rear wheels generally steer in the opposite direction to the front wheels to help maneuverability in every condition. Of course, there are performance upgrades. It has the same engine as the FF and goes 0 to 16 in 3.4 seconds and has 680 horsepower. It has the same top speed as the FF, but a price of $260,000. The GTC4 Lusso T is the same model with a different engine. It's powered by a 3.9 liter twin turbo V8 and 602 horsepower and about 561 pounds-feet of torque. The Lusso T is also a rear-wheel drive, unlike the Lusso. It has a reduced 0-60 to time of 3.5 seconds and a reduced top speed of 199 miles an hour. Next is the Roma. The Roma is the new front-engine Ferrari. The style of the car is to, supposed to represent the pleasurable, carefree life in Rome in the 50s and 60s. The interior is very modern and might be one of the best interiors on any current supercar. 70% of the Roma's components are entirely new. Ferrari completely redesigned the body shell and chassis as this is, you know, made for the new generation of Ferraris. It's like a turning point. It also has the best weight power ratio in its class. It is aerodynamically fantastic as a mobile rear spoiler and automated to deploy when necessary. 
It has the famous 3.9 liter twin turbo V8 engine. Goes 0 to 16 3.4 seconds and has about 612 horsepower. That's 561 pounds feet of torque, giving it a top speed of 200 miles an hour. This beautiful car comes at a cost of $225,000. Next is the Portofino. The Portofino was released in 2019 and has been a hit ever since. It is the cheapest Ferrari or current Ferrari and starts at around $210,000. It's a front-engine four-seater convertible. The Portofino has a 3.9-liter twin-turbo V8, 591 horsepower, and 561 pounds-feet of torque. So it's still powerful, although it's the cheapest. It goes 0 to 16 3.5 seconds and has a top speed of 199 miles an hour. Although it is popular, I'd compare it with the hype the Ferrari California got. There are some better cars in my opinion actually. Although the Bentley Continental GT doesn't look as sporty, it is more luxurious and more powerful at around the same price. Final cars we will be talking about are the limited edition Monza SP1 and the Monza SP2. The Monza SP1 is a one-seater specifically designed to meet the driver's needs. It looks like a Formula 1 car but with a more road-legal feel. I mean, you'll never believe this. It doesn't have a physical windshield. It has a virtual windshield. It's an aerodynamic passage underneath the driver's side aero screen. The air flows over the hood and enters the intake under the aero screen, where it is deflected vertically ahead of the instrument panel. This creates a bubble around the cockpit. It's insane. It's, it's crazy. The view that the driver has is unobstructed, which is so cool and fun, especially going on more adventurous drives. Let's see the specs. It has a 6.5 liter V12 engine consisting of a whole 810 horsepower, 530 pounds feet of torque, taking it 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds and giving it a top speed of 188 miles an hour. The Monza SP2 is the same thing but with two seats. This all comes at a huge price of $1.75 million. With the options, it'll likely turn out to be $2 million. But in the U.S., it is not street legal. Other places, it is. Alright, that's it. Thanks for watching. That's the end of album one. I hope you enjoyed. I might do a few side episodes before the next album release. Next album is just 10 more car brands and any questions or feedback, my Insta is in the description. Thank you.